You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In-depth conversations, matchup breakdown, analysts on every game, everything a Steelers fan could want. This is Fourth Down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crawley and Colin Dudlap. Episode 3, Fourth Down in the Steel City. I'm Adam Crowley. He's Colin Dunlap. Training camp at St. Vincent College. Fully under freaking way, baby. And we've got already quarterback controversy, Colin. How fired up are you? Totally, totally fired up. It's like an 11 on a 1 to 10 scale. Uh, by the way, you said episode 3. If we do like a bunch of years of this, are you going to say like this is episode 126? Like they do with um, those MMA fights and like they do with Survivor. They're on like year, I don't know, what, what is it? Season 917 of freaking Survivor? Um, anyway... Back to the question at hand. Um, I am excited for quarterback controversy, as always, because quarterback controversy sells. However, I didn't think the quarterback controversy would be Mason Rudolph outplaying everyone. This blows me away. Never, like, if you gave me a list of all the stuff to check off, all the possible options, Mason Rudolph outplaying the field is the longest shot of long shots it's not even on the list it wouldn't have been on the bingo card there's no chance any of us saw this coming it's only been a couple of practices so we'll take everything with a grain of salt and simultaneously overanalyze everything because that's what podcast and radio and all this is about but if mason rudolph were to be the best guy start to finish end to end in camp colin and then be the best guy start to finish end-to-end in the preseason. Can he win the starting job? Cool. If that were to happen, start to, you know, best guy start to finish, whatever, Here, here's what would happen. Let, let me paint a picture for you. It would be because at that point, camp would move to the south side, right? Uh, so uh-huh. Mike Tomlin would be there and this Sullivan character and Matt Canada and Art would be there. Art would be nervous as hell, right? And they would have – Mike Tomlin's office, or probably Art's office at this point, and they, everybody'd be sweating. It'd be overlooking the, the Rooney Complex and everything, and they'd call him in. They'd send somebody down. They'd say, hey, uh, Rogers doesn't work there anymore. They'd get some, like, equipment guy. They'd say, hey, go get Mason. So they'd go get Mason Rudolph. They'd bring him up. He'd say, so they'd sit him down. It'd be like a godfather scene. And Art would swing around, and he'd go, you know, yeah, it's great what you did, but we all got to get a hold of ourselves here. We, I know you went 17 for 17 in that last playoff game, or that last preseason game. And I know you threw for three touchdowns, and I know you were terrible, or, or you were wonderful. We can't let you be the quarterback of the Pittsburgh freaking Steelers to start the season. 
And Mike Tomlin would just sit there and go. <laughs> just shake his head. And Matt Canada, I was like, and this Sully guy is like, I just don't know how they could have a conversation the other way, even if he was so good. Like, you know, you were great. Put together a body work. Let us hand you the controls to one of the historic franchises in the National Football League. Here you go, Mason Rudolph. After everything we already know about you and seen that you have seen that you can't move, that's just the part I can't get over. And I agree. We, can I we mean, have a reclamation project in one preseason? No. I mean, to me, what you're able to do now is only part of the equation. And what you were unable to do before carries a lot more weight to me because Mike, Sol- uh, Mike Tomlin excuse me, says it all the time. It was done in stadium. And I know Chase Claypool just recently said that everyone's sleeping on Mason Rudolph. His accuracy is outstanding. It wasn't all that outstanding when he was bouncing a pass to Ray Ray McLeod in the end zone against the Detroit Lions. Like, that matters to me. So I don't know that there's any way that he could play himself into the starting job. But if I'm a Steelers fan, and I am, so I'll just say it that way, uh, I do Yeah, well, it's nice that people are sleeping on Mason Rudolph. But if you're betting on Mason Rudolph, you're going to be sleeping under the David McCullough Bridge or whatever the hell it is. That's right. It's just you can't. You can, he can do whatever he wants right now. He can do whatever he wants in the preseason games. I just – he's Craig Monroe in the preseason. He's the guy that hits all the home runs. And whenever the team comes north, I just don't believe it translates to being that good guy in real games. We also haven't seen him in contact in training camp. I mean, there's no bodies around him. It's, it's all playing football in shorts and – I think his biggest problem, let's get technical here, Colin. Oh, yeah, let's get technical with this. I think he always has trouble stepping into his throws. He's afraid to move up in the pocket, it seemed at times, Mason Rudolph. So right now, yeah, of course it's freaking easy for Mason Rudolph because he's not worried about getting hit. He's not worried about having to do any of those things. So it shouldn't be all that shocking, I guess, that he's doing well. I just would like to see Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett doing well as well. And now I'm concerned about this non-quarterback battle that we are not having. We were supposed to have a battle between Pickett and Trubisky. Now we're having one between Rudolph and Trubisky. Kenny Pickett's not getting any snaps and seven shots. And I don't understand how that could possibly be the case, Colin. Steelers are botching this. I'm just being frank here. The Steelers are botching this. This is a guy that was sold to us. All the way back, and they do this to everybody, but Mike Tomlin calls him up. How'd you like to be a Pittsburgh Steeler? Man, you're the future of the quarterback position here in Pittsburgh. Kenny, we're glad to have you. All right. It's a second practice. And that guy that they just just felt so sure about, and there were reports they would trade up for if need be. Remember that. The guy that they felt so sure about can't even get one snap in a drill in which they have billed to us for years as being so ultra-important to build um, red zone, not Heinz red zone anymore, red zone continuity and red zone sort of uh, relationships that is so pivotal to scoring points, it's early. We're in the uh, overreaction business. We're especially in the overreaction business when there aren't games going on. But that said, if you're Kenny Pickett, how do you stand there? If you're his agent, how do you stand there 
if you're somebody that thought Kenny Pickett was going to be a part of this football team in a big one, how do you stand there even the second day of practice when you're watching other people do these drills and say, wait a minute. So you said all that nice stuff about me, but I don't even get a chance to throw one ball in this. Something's freaking wrong, man. I'm wondering what the Steelers think they have to lose by letting Kenny Pickett take part in that drill. Like, there's no rule that says it has to be seven shots. It could be 10 shots. It could be 15 shots. Who's to say? Why has it got to be freaking seven? Why can you only do four with Trubisky and three with Mason Rudolph and you can't throw Kenny Pickett a bone, get the first team back out there against the first team defense? I don't understand it. And, yeah, I guess the the logic would be probably from their point, well, you want to bring Kenny Pickett on slowly. How are you? How are you aiding him in not letting him take some lumps if he were to even take lumps in a seven shots team drill? I just don't understand the logic with any of this. And I put this out on Twitter, and I got absolutely murdered for it. I thought that I would call in, but if you were going to give a quarterback a friggin' red shirt year, right? Kenny Pickett's big selling point was supposedly this guy's the most NFL ready guy. Okay. Well, now he's not going to play, at least to me. Right now, through a couple of practices, it looks like he's not going to be given a chance to play. He's going to redshirt. If that's the case, why didn't you draft a player with higher upside like Malik Willis, give that guy the redshirt year, teach that guy about playing quarterback in the NFL, and use a first-round pick on somebody that can help the Pittsburgh Steelers this year, today, and into the future? That's what I would have done if I was going to give these guys uh, a quarterback a redshirt year to begin with anyway. I don't mind the Kenny Pickett pick. I don't. But I fashion myself a decently smart guy. Yes. And you can't rook a rook. Like you can't, you can't, you know, you can't, uh, you, you can't fool me. So don't lie to me. Just don't lie to me. If you're redshirting him, you're redshirting him. Tell the general public you're redshirting him. If you want to tell us it's a true quarterback competition, and that's what you told us, you can't have drills where the guy's being excluded because then it doesn't lend itself to him getting a fair shake. I don't think he's going to win the job anyway, but I think he can win the number two job and should win the number two job. And if you're having a true competition, have that true competition. If you're not, it's fine if you want to redshirt him. Although I don't like that because he's as old as George Burns. You don't need to redshirt Kenny Pickett. But all that said, just don't lie to me. Don't lie to us. Tell us what the hell you're doing. If you I don't agree with the tactic, but if you came out and you said, you know what, the best thing for the long-term viability and health of our franchise is for Kenny Pickett to kind of hang around. Mitch Trubisky is a perfect example of that. He sat last year, he learned behind somebody, and bang, his stock went through the roof. And now he's our starter pretty much, right? You want to just be frank about it, say it. But don't act like it's a quarterback competition if it isn't. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Our guy, Ben Tenuto, was at training camp. He does all the videos for 937 right. the Fan and 937thefan.com. And he had some great crowd shots. And Colin, I saw one guy who wasn't wearing a shirt. I saw another guy who had his face painted. And let me tell you something. 
If you are painting your face, if you are going shirtless to Steelers training camp, my God, I, is that dedication? What is, what word would you use to describe that? I like it. I, were there any women with the shirts off? No. Okay. Or maybe he, the camera didn't pan hard enough. Uh, anyhow, I like it. I don't mind it. Now, the shirt off guy, you know, I actually enjoy the chubby, chunky, obese, big shirt off guy more because that's kind of a, a lifestyle for that guy. I don't need the muscular shirt off guy. There's a time and a place for him. That's at the beach. A training camp shirt off guy is a lineman type guy. Give me that guy. Um, it is dedication. I think we need to remember because uh, they're due. Uh, what I read, I think one of the practices over the weekend, they're expecting like 15,000 people right. at, uh, at St. Vincent. But there's a lot of those 15,000 people, or at least a good portion of those 15,000 people, who they can't because of cost, or they can't because they can't secure them. They just don't get into, what's the place, Accusure, whatever the hell Yeah, whatever called. they call it. Yeah, they can't get in there. So this is their game. This is their game day. I saw a couple in the Post-Gazette, the pictures of them. They were all painted up. They had those wigs on. They were, you know... And then I saw pictures from Washington, whatever their team's called, commandos, whatever. There were they, two people, fans. So as much as people want to rag on fans or say this is their World Series at, uh, up somewhere in the middle of nowhere, Westmoreland County, I actually love the dedication. I love that it is – and I'm not trying to be Chamber of Commerce for them. They don't need me. But I – that it envelops us and it is I mean you've been there a million times how close you can get to the real players yes. like that's something to me I used to say it all the time but I would have paid to go and watch Antonio Brown practice how good he was at training camp and he would fire up the crowd and he'd score touchdowns and he'd you know wave his hands in the air and there's nothing like that night practice being on the bus and sometimes the media goes on the bus with the players and you're driving through town, and everyone's got their Steeler flags, and it means a whole great deal to them. And, yeah, it is expensive to go to football games. Wherever you're going to football games, college games, NFL games, sometimes high school games, it's getting expensive. So, yeah, people want to go to these. That's great. Paint your face for training camp, though. I don't know. I don't know about that. You think it's over the top? I think it might be a little bit. I love your point, though, about muscular guy. You don't want to be too showboaty. So muscular right. guy doesn't take the shirt off. But fat guy, like the guy in Jacksonville who wore the hard hat the one time last year. Oh, yeah, Ed Vega. That's our guy. He's been, the the guy. He's been in the studio. Great guy. Great, great man. You know he works on the railroad. Those are real um, Those are real overalls. Those are real railroad overalls. Yeah, he works for the railroad. He works on Union Pacific Railroad, Ed Vega. They still do railroad stuff? I did not know railroads even existed, really. You've never seen a freaking train, like, out on the road driving? Good point. I've seen the T, call it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Look at you. Johnny, kind of suburbanite. That's what Mount Lebanon Mount Lebanon is suburbanite. I know. I, know. I, I can't believe I just said railroads don't exist. That's yeah. all right. Yeah. Very good. Choo-choo. You know who's not getting on the moving train? We'll Hold tell on. you next. Uh, Ladane, and look. What's that guy's name? Mart Martavius. He got on the moving train like 11 times last year. Martavius Bryant. Um, the, the, the lineman. Barkevius Mingo. Okay.
I'll tell you who's not getting on the moving train next.